1: Hello my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash I Don't Work Here Lady, where Karens continue to mistake regular Joshimo customers as employees. And in today's episode, a Karen has the nerve to attack OP with her purse after OP refuses to obey her orders. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. Hit subscribe if you haven't. And as always, you can send or link your crazy stories to this email right here. Let's dive in. So my husband and I both work for Amazon Flex, which has freelance drivers delivering packages to different areas that are a little off the beaten path. This way, everyone, even those who live in tiny forgotten towns that are surrounded by cornfields, will get their packages in a timely manner. So today, my husband was doing a block in such an area. It's early in the day, and the car is full of packages when he entered the small town. It's the kind of place that has a post office, a gas station, an old mill, and a sheriff. It's the place where everyone knows everybody because they're all related by blood or marriage. So when my husband starts making stops at many houses in town in an unfamiliar car, everyone noticed. Now my husband doesn't even realize he's being watched. He then goes to drop a package off at a house at the end of a dead-end road. He does the drop at the door, sends the notice to the customer that the package has been delivered, and then gets back in the car to go to the next stop. Except the road is now being blocked by a sheriff's car. My husband stops, and the sheriff approaches him, telling him that he's received some calls about him, a suspicious man that was going from house to house in the town, and had packages in his vehicle. My husband then gives him his ID, and tells him, uh, I work for Amazon. I just delivered a package to that house back there. These other packages are for other customers. The sheriff then takes a look at my husband's ID, then his phone to take a look at the app. Then the sheriff looks at his own phone before going to the house the husband just left to see if the package was there. The sheriff then looks past husband and sees that someone's watching them. Now, my husband described the look the sheriff gave the person as a mix of, of course, and are you effing kidding me? The sheriff then tells my husband that he's been accused multiple times of being a porch pirate. My husband chuckles and jokingly tells him that he's definitely not working as a porch pirate today, just a regular delivery driver. And that's when the sheriff stomps past my husband to scream at the person watching them. The sheriff apparently not only knew the person who called to report husband as a porch pirate, but the delivery husband had just done was to the sheriff at his house. The sheriff then went off on the nosy neighbor saying, Don't you have anything better to do? You're wasting police time. And how yes, he was sure that husband was telling the truth, since he'd received the delivery notice on his phone and the package was on his porch. Sheriff then came back to my husband, thanked him for his time, and sent him on his way. Husband was annoyed that he was held up for over 20 minutes, but I think the story was well worth it. And now we know who the town Karen is, right? But seriously though, if OP was a Porch Pirate, he'd be a terrible Porch Pirate. Uh, sir, I think you're supposed to take packages from people's doorsteps, not leave them. So on this day, I was with my kids. My boy, who's five, has special needs, and my girl, who's one and a half. We were wasting time looking at books at a large box store when a lady walks up and strikes up a conversation. Now, I am a chatty southerner, so I engaged in the conversation. So during the chat, she asked me how I got my job, and I asked, uh, my job? Now I was curious because I hadn't told her I was a nurse. I tell her, oh, I went to school for it and then took boards. To which the Karen says, oh, did you go for special education? I tell her, uh, no, nursing, why do you ask? I do want to note that there's no way she could know I was a nurse. The Karen responds, oh, I was just wondering how I get a gig like this. She then gestured to my kids, and I tell her, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. She then says to me, well, I want to take care of R-Word kids too, so I can keep my grandbaby with me. What company do you work for? I ask her, what do you mean R-Word kids and taking care of them? These are my kids. The Karen says, no, I understand that one's yours, gesturing to my daughter, but that one, that boy, is he your patient? I tell her, no, that's not my patient. He's my son. The Karen says, oh, I see. You don't want me taking your job. I'm sure there's other kids like him that need caretakers. I tell her, no, lady, this is my actual son. I gave birth to him. It's also really rude to use that word, especially to my son and me. The Karen says, oh, I didn't mean it like that. I just want an easy job that I can take my grandkid with me. I tell her, ma'am, I don't know what to tell you. I don't work as a caretaker for anyone. I'm a registered nurse and this is my kid. I'm not at work. Please, just leave us alone. The woman ends with, well, if you're gonna be like that, I guess I won't talk to you anymore. She then turns around and storms off. Now, this was 16 years ago and my son's now 21 years old and he's a pretty cool dude. Thankfully, we haven't had too many run-ins with idiots that think it's okay to use the R word in front of my son what the heck is wrong with that woman like op should have thrown hands at that point guys and seriously i don't know how op kept it together when that karen was being so disrespectful and if she assumes working with someone who has special needs is an easy job oh my goodness she's in for a rude awakening that's if she can get a job like that Okay, so for some background info, this is a really recent story. It happened like three days ago and I was at Target. So it was cold outside and I was wearing a jacket and some black pants. So I get why she confused me for an employee. I was in Target getting a buttload of snacks for my sister's upcoming birthday. I mainly got pizza rolls, cupcakes, cookies, and Kool-Aid, and I was heading to get some little baggies and chocolate for the return gifts. I then saw a kid around the age of 10 or 11 years old reaching for some Oreos. So I went to give him some. He then thanked me and walked away. And that's when the crazy lady taps me on the shoulder a couple of minutes later as I was picking out baggies. The lady screams at me and says, Hello? Are you gonna help me or what? I tell her, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll just move out of the way. I was thinking she was talking to an actual employee nearby. But no, she was talking to me. The woman says... Did you not just hear what I said? I tell her, Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't work here. She says, Well, it looks like you do. I saw you helping another customer, so help me. Now, at this point, I was like kind of scared, so I didn't say a word. The lady repeats herself and says, Well, are you going to help me or what? Whatever. Just find me these things. She then hands me a list with like a million things on it. Again, I say, I'm so sorry, but I don't work here. And that's when I start walking away. The lady then reaches out and grabs me and says, Listen, I don't know who you think you are, but you obey me. The woman's grabbing me so hard that she was basically digging her nails into my arm. At this point, I just flung back, pulled away, and as my arm slipped away from her grip, I smacked her in the nose by accident. This made the Karen enraged, and she starts swinging her purse at me with no luck. And then she threw her purse at me, and oh my freaking god, that purse was like 200 pounds. So anyways, I just sort of went plop on the floor as it hit me, and the woman is still screaming at me for being lazy, falling asleep on the floor, and being rude. All while passerbys are trying to stop her. Of course, the police were called, and they show up a while later, and here's how it went. So the officer basically asked me what my name is, and asked me what happened. And out of nowhere, the lady says, What? You're siding with that lazy employee? The officer tells her, no, we're simply interviewing her first. That's when the manager says, also, she doesn't work here. The Karen then screams, I don't care if she works here or not. She still assaulted me. I then explain what happened, all the while Karen's screaming, she's lying. The police then ask her side of the story, and that's when Karen lies. She tells the officer what happened, but says that I hit her multiple times in the face and stomach, and that's when she decided to fight back, acting in self-defense. That's when the police asked for the camera footage, and the manager agreed to show the police officer the camera footage. Of course, none of what the woman described to police happened, and then the police asked me if I wanted to press charges, and of course I said yes. Guys, I love the stories where Karens attack people and then lie to police totally forgetting there's cameras. Oh, she hit me multiple times in the stomach and face, officer. That's why I had to attack her with my purse. Uh, but ma'am, the cameras clearly show none of that happening, so you're gonna have to go to jail.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: I'm a 26-year-old female and I have severe social anxiety and I'm formally diagnosed with agoraphobia. I started going out less and less and then COVID hit so I stopped going out at all. When this happened two months ago, I had been on meds and in virtual therapy for only a month after not leaving my house for about two years. Part of my therapy is getting out of the house a bit at a time and this was my first trip out to a real public place. So my best friend knows all about my agoraphobia struggles and has attended a few of my virtual therapy sessions so she could be my support system. She suggested that we try to do something and we decided on making a quick trip to one of the little neighborhood Walmarts. Now we actually made it all the way through the store with minimal panic but I was feeling overwhelmed by the checkout situation. We opted for self-checkout, but I was still trying to be independent, so I asked my friends to wait by the exit of the self-checkout, which wasn't far. So there I was, minding my own business, scanning and bagging. When this lady, who's in her 40s maybe, came up behind me and taps me on my shoulder, I then turned around and all the lady said was, Hey, my station is messed up before immediately walking back to her register. Now, I didn't realize she thought I worked there, as I was wearing gym shorts and a pink t-shirt, so it's not like I was dressed like an employee. I then turned around back to my register to start paying for my items. A few seconds later, the woman comes up behind me again, grabs my arm, and says, Excuse me? Are you deaf? I said my station is messed up. At that point, I was frozen. I had no idea what to do, and I couldn't think of any words, so I just stare at her, trying to calm myself down. I wasn't trying to be rude. I was genuinely panicking and trying not to have an entire breakdown in the middle of the self-checkout. That's when the Karen raises her voice again and says, my station is messed up. It's not working. I need it to be fixed. How else do I need to say it for you to help me? At this point, I was so anxious that I thought I was going to throw up. If you know, you know. She then continues with, what the heck is your problem? All I need you to do is swipe your little stupid card. This is self-checkout. Your only job is to make sure the stations are working and you are not working. At this point, everyone around us had turned to watch the show, and my bestie, having seen my obvious distress, comes up to my register. She immediately recognized what's going on and very calmly says, Ma'am, Ma'am, she doesn't work here. Now, I swear, you would have thought that she had just slapped the lady in the face or something. The lady starts yelling again and says, She could have said that the first time, instead of staring at me like an idiot. Was I supposed to read your mind? I still hadn't said a single word. I could feel my face burning and my eyes just filling with tears. My bestie immediately steps up and yells back at the woman, Why would you assume that someone in gym clothes is on duty at Walmart? What about her using her own self-checkout register would lead you to believe she's working right now? Bestie then grabs the card out of the machine, picks up the bags and the receipts and told me to come on. I followed her out and turned back to see the lady standing in the same spot staring at us as we walked out. Now I know the altercation was partly my fault because I didn't explain that I didn't work there in the beginning. But also, what kind of person comes up to an employee and grabs them out of nowhere and then yells at a stranger because they made a mistake? Okay, so first off, OP doesn't have to apologize and say anything is her fault in that situation. Like, the woman was clearly an idiot for not being able to tell the difference between a customer scanning their own items and a frickin' employee, guys. And second, I think that going to Walmart as a first trip might have been a little bit too much. There's too many crazies there. But hey, look on the bright side. At least OP survived a wild Karen encounter. So I'm a Hispanic woman. To set the stage, I was shopping for an Earth Day event from my office at a local farmer's market nursery in downtown Dallas. It's kind of an upscale nursery, and it's frequented by tourists and influencers. I have an olive complexion, long black hair, and brown eyes. I'm also dressed in a silk blouse, jeans, red-bottomed heels, having just come from a sales meeting, and I was wheeling around a cart full of pots, succulents, mulch, and planting soil. So just being at the farmer's market, I experienced multiple encounters. So incident number one. A young Caucasian woman walks up to me and asks me in broken Spanish, Ande Pagar. Now I'm thinking, no biggie. I just point to the register area where there's three registers with two employees working two registers and a line about two deep each. The woman thanks me, again in Spanish, and I think the conversation is over. And I turn my attention back to the agave plants, and the woman says, Ablar Englisho? To which I say to her in fluent English, yes, English is my first language. The woman looked surprised, and I think she's probably embarrassed. And then she asked me if I can ring her up. Now, I wish I would have actually said the words, but I was polite and told her, no ma'am, I don't work here. And the woman did look embarrassed, and she apologized. I then set my cart down in an area out of the way. Since the aisles are pretty narrow, and there's potted plant displays, statues, and lawn ornaments that I don't want to risk knocking over. So I park the cart and walk away about 10 feet to inspect some large urns. I select a couple, and as I'm walking back to my cart, a middle-aged blonde woman is unloading my cart. And here's incident number two. I call out to her, Excuse me, ma'am, that's my stuff. She then looks at me and continues to unload as I approach her. The woman simply says, I need this cart. It's your job to serve customers, and I need this. I then pick up my succulents from the floor and put them back into the cart, and I tell her, this cart is mine. Go ask an employee for help finding one. The woman looks angry, but she walks off, and I just roll my eyes, thinking that's the end of that. I would find it so comical if it wasn't so sad. But then, she comes back with a very confused looking manager, and she tells him that I'm not allowing her to use the cart. The man asks if I'm done with it, and I tell him no. He offers to find the woman another one, but she starts with, This place needs to prioritize its customer over its employees. The man accidentally lets out a snort and says, Uh, she doesn't work here, she's shopping, same as you. Now the Karen did not appreciate being laughed at and made a scene, threatening to report the behavior to the owners. The man then introduces himself, and it turns out that he's actually one of the owners. The woman then threatens to take her business elsewhere and he lets her know that there's a Home Depot about 5 miles away and the look on her face was priceless. So this is incident number 3. I'm talking to the owner about the succulents and how to best arrange them when twice and without apology people interrupted us asking for help. Each time the owner tells them I'm with a customer but so and so can help you and each time they look surprised or taken aback. Now I've lived in this area for 4 decades, and I've worked in this area for 2 decades, it's ALWAYS this way. Guys, I am so glad the owner was on OP's side, and props to him for putting that second Karen in her place, but my goodness. Having this happen so friggin' often, I feel so annoyed for OP. Okay, so this happened years ago. My husband was in the army on his second enlistment and he's already been through a couple of deployments by this point. We were at a new base overseas and I'd gotten a job at the after-school facility on the post. Well, his unit was getting ready to deploy for six months, so they were in the thick of all that. The chaplain was also having a pre-deployment meeting for all the spouses to talk about the changes to expect while our spouses are deployed, from practical issues to emotional stuff to disruptions in routine. Now bear in mind, this was back when if you were really lucky, you maybe got a 10-minute call from your spouse once a month. Maybe an email as well. Letters were more common than anything. Now, both my husband and I are pretty easygoing. And we'd been through a couple of deployments, so I knew the drill, what to expect, how to manage, etc. So I decided not to bother with the meeting. Now, don't get me wrong, this is a fantastic resource for spouses, and they would do a post-deployment one as well, to help everyone transition back into normal life with their spouses, but I didn't feel the need to attend. So a couple of days later, my husband shows up at my workplace, and he tells me he's been ordered by his lieutenant to bring me to the spouse meeting. Now, this was a second lieutenant who was fresh out of OCS. He was not prior enlisted, and my husband had socks older than this guy's term of military service. Now, for those who don't know, a second lieutenant is the lowest rank officer. They're pretty much the noobs, and it's very common for them to think that they know it all, and they do act accordingly, and this guy was one of those. At that, I was highly peeved, but not for one moment did I blame my husband. I could tell he was annoyed as well, and I knew that, since it was a direct order that he had to obey. And that's when I thought for a minute, and asked him to hang on for a minute so I could talk to my boss. I then explained the situation to my boss, and told her I'd be back as soon as possible. My boss understood the situation, and she said she'd fill in for me until I could get back. So I left with my husband, but instead of going to the chaplain's meeting, I told him to take me to the building where the second lieutenant was. My husband knew what I was up to, and he happily complied. So we arrived at the lieutenant's office, I knocked and went in while my husband stood in the hall. I then asked him why he ordered my husband to fetch me from my job that I was needed at. He rather pompously explained to me that this was a required function that I needed to attend. And I let him have it. Now I didn't raise my voice much, but I informed him in no uncertain terms that he had no authority whatsoever to order me to do anything. I am not military, I'm not subject to his whims, and while he may be able to order my husband to come get me, he could not order me to do anything. Now he tried interjecting at this point to say that I needed to go, so I would learn stuff about how to handle my husband being on deployment. At this point I nearly blew my top, and I told him, I've spent more time with my husband being in the field and on deployments than you've spent in the military. My husband does not own me. He can't force me to do anything, and neither can you. I will not be attending this meeting, and you will not force my husband to take me there. I'm going back to my job, and if I hear that you tried to make his life miserable because of it, so help me, I will go up your chain of command and make sure you regret it. Now the building wasn't full, but it wasn't empty either. Oh, and the higher-ups were in their offices pretty close by. They were also super cool cat. So yeah, they absolutely could hear what was going on, and I'm sure they enjoyed it. By the end of my tirade, the second lieutenant was nearly falling over himself to apologize. He was saying, sorry ma'am, I apologize ma'am, it won't happen again ma'am. The guy knew he was in the wrong, and by that point, he'd also knew that I'd make a royal stink if he tried to make me do anything, or tried to punish my husband for my actions, or lack thereof. I then left, and my husband took me back to my job, grinning like a fool. For a few weeks afterwards, I was actually concerned that there might be a fallout from my husband because of what I did. But there wasn't. At least, not more than the usual BS he dealt with on a daily basis. It was one of the most satisfying moments of my life. Like I said, I'm pretty laid back normally, but I'll get steamed on other people's behalf. The problem is, I almost never have the opportunity or the right to get involved. So having this opportunity was just golden. My freaking goodness, I love how OP just ripped into that lieutenant, and the guy just crumbles. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash, I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up, and if you missed the last episode on the channel, I'll link it right here, guys. A petty Karen won't stop trespassing to scream at useless employees, and she gets taught a lesson she won't forget. Guys, go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you.